Informative. Educational. Objective. Inclusive. Comprehensive. This is Progress Report. Updates and conversations from the Government Information Service. Good day and welcome to another episode of Progress Report. We're a little bit different today. Um, it's just me and my lovely co-host, Glenniva Hajj, but that's by design. It's a reason, believe it or not. <clears throat> it's our mid-season review. <laughs> yes. We've had 13 episodes thus far. Our season consists of 26 episodes. It's going to take us about three months uh, for a season. And it's about time we really like just regroup. So we're going to have a conversation today uh, about the government information service and where we're at and where we're going and where this all came from. So I guess we can start there. I can give my side of the story. You feel free to chime in wherever. But uh, progress report. Where did it come from? Why was it started? In all honesty, it came out of a lot of thinking and planning. That, that makes it sound more official. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm interested in hearing the story. <laughs> Truth be told, um, when when I accepted the role as public relations officer uh, for the government of Angola, I had a very ambitious goal. I told the premier, by the time we're through with my appointment, Angolans would develop a love for reading. I write a lot. You see a lot of press releases come out and the like. But we're a radio-focused community. Um, we tried a little update program at one of the other radio stations, but it didn't really cover everything that we wanted um, to do. So there was always plan to do radio, mm-hmm. TV, social media. In marketing, it's called a 360 marketing approach. You have all these touch points that you have to bring in or you touch every time you're doing something. It took a while to get here because it couldn't be just something thrown out there. It had to be the right branding behind of it. It had to be the right focus. It had to be the right person anchoring this show. And that's where you came in. Because it couldn't just be Ivan Connor sitting here and it wasn't about the minister's it's about government. This show was created to let people know and understand that you have 11 now elected mm-hmm. members that sit in the House. Their job is to legislate. And by legislate, I mean they allocate resources, they f- fix the, um, why the car? Are we going back to the budget? Well, I think I just steer with. Oh, the the the, the, the tip. The, I don't know that, what it is. I, I don't know. We, we Ivan, you, you are exposing me. I did <laughs> yeah, such. But I, I did the such a piece. Come out of your yard. Listen, I did such a good job the last time. <laughs> I'm just making it seem like I am so good, but you're not exposing me. Okay. Yes. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, they as as government elected officials, and 
I think this is what they do. I stand to be corrected. I think the primary function of an elected member of parliament, government, and opposition or otherwise, is to represent the people, allocate resources, and pursue an agenda to move the country forward. Under government, though, you have your technocrats, you have your department heads, you have your permanent secretaries, your principal assistant secretaries, you have an entire team that for me is in fact the government. Because these are the people that get the work done. So when persons come and they say the government isn't doing this, the government isn't doing that, I am highly offended and annoyed, if I'm being honest, because then you are discrediting the work of a very competent group of individuals, people that are trained in their field will be snatched up by other jurisdictions to do what they do. So when you question the budget, and, and, and I've heard people say the budget is fake, I, I don't know how you can think that that government is cooking the books that they have to present to the administering power. I don't know how you can say that when we have somebody that sits in the Ministry of Finance that provides oversight for you know what's going on. I don't know how you can say that, you know, the team at health, they don't really care, they don't really know. And so I wanted I wanted to, to be able to show folks that outside of being political, because a lot of this stuff is fueled by political interests that we hear out there, there's actually a plan. We've gotten that from the show. Everybody that has come on the show thus far has really exposed and shared, you know, this stuff doesn't just happen. There's a plan. Mm -hmm. And there are people in place that are executing. So Progress Report was created to give an update, yes. But in giving that update, to give more insight as to how government works. And I've been hearing on the street a lot that people are really appreciative of the show. I don't know the feedback that you're getting. Yeah, um, definitely. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I want to I wanna piggyback a little bit mm -hmm. on some of the things that you said. Um, and kind of just bring in, I guess, the way that I see my role here. For a long time, um, government, and when I say government, again, we're speaking about the entire government system and not just elected persons. I think government shied away from being able to share what was mm -hmm. happening mm -hmm. within government. And so the general public lacked the opportunity to truly appreciate what was going on. So a lot of what you're saying, you know, people may not know. And the reality is, is that they weren't given the opportunity. Yeah. A lot of times the opportunity wasn't there for them to know. True. Um, it, you want to know what's going on. And I think with our previous guest, I was saying that I read a lot of exco minutes. And yes. that's just that's just for my own personal knowledge, because there wasn't really an outlet mm -hmm. where you can pick up and see oh, this is how I know what is going on. Right. And so that was the way that I was able to figure out what's going on within government. And again, it's not just because of the elected officials, what is actually happening within different departments, right. within different ministries, what to expect, what do you see coming up. Yeah. Um, and it's not lost on me when you said... You, you wanted someone to anchor mm -hmm. the show. And I'm glad you touched that. And the, and the reason I'm glad you touched that is because many people may not know. And in everything that you do, things, people tend to politicize or yes. want to politicize everything. Yeah. Um, 
And with this, I came in as an independent person yes. um, into this. And, and that was the discussion that we had. Yeah. As uh-huh. an independent person into this, as someone who can look at the issues, ask about the issues. Because again, because a lot of things on the island are looked at with through political lenses. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I've heard coming from persons is that, well, you know, Ivan is the government's PR. Also, it feels like yeah. this ad- it's a that progress report is a program by this administration. Uh-huh. And I've said this to you over and several yeah. times over that my hope yep. for progress report um, is that this show is bigger than me, bigger than you, yes. bigger than any political administration, yes. um, and that it is integrated into government information systems uh-huh. because we cannot move backwards. We need to get to a point where our government employees, the technocrats, the which includes your PSs, your, as you rightly stated, your department heads. The line staff, the, everybody. Ev- everyone is comfortable with being able to share what is happening mm-hmm. within their departments. Mm-hmm. Information that is for public consumption. Of course, there's always going to be information that is confidential and not yes. outside of. But for a very long time, we didn't know that balance. We didn't have that balance of letting the general public know what is happening. And when you when we did that, we created a void. Mm-hmm. And let's, let's just be real. Mm-hmm. When you create that void, persons are going to seek information. Mm-hmm. Persons are going to want information. Right. Not because you don't provide it means that you don't want it, or that the general public don't want it or need it. And unfortunately, what we saw coming out of that was that information that was going out there wasn't necessarily true. It wasn't necessarily um, certified. It's not information that Mm -hmm. was reliable. Yeah. But again, there was a hunger for information. And if you're not given it, you're going to create it. Yes. And, and you know, just to add to that... um, Probably about a week ago, on my status, my personal status, I, I shared the, the statistics for the government's Facebook page, and they were through the roof. Um, and I've seen the growth, I've seen the reach, I've seen the demand for it. And um, this is not one of those instances where you lie with statistics. It, it fluctuates, but we've created a model, and I, I don't know if people have been paying attention, we've created a model where it's actually a government information service. So there's another there's another phase to this that I'm hoping that the Ministry of Finance can um, uh, find the funding to get it completed. But we are not only on Facebook. Government is on Twitter. Government is on, on LinkedIn. And the content that's shared there is for those specific audiences. So whereas you might have just a press release, uh, the weekly press conferences on, on, on Facebook... Um, the content that's on LinkedIn, because LinkedIn is a professional development mm-hmm. tool, the content that's on there speaks to persons in the service okay. and considering the government as an employer. Okay. And then it also links to specific projects and stuff because certain areas that may have affiliations with, with funding and, and the like, they may be on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. When the pre, when they, uh, the parliamentary secretary went, to, went after to COP26, mm-hmm. 
I remember, you know, COP26 was tweeting and they were just Corona hashtag Anguilla. They uh, couldn't be okay. alike. Uh, yeah. So okay. that's why I, I, mm-hmm. I, I approached the premier. I was like, you know, in all honesty, we needed a Twitter. There's a Twitter account out there that seemed to be created from administration in the past, a past administration, but nobody knew what it's about. And for me, when you talk about the longevity or the continuity of this, everything that I've done has been ran through dites. This isn't Ivan Connor. Yeah, I might be the one that threw the design to get, uh, get the flash and the animation mm-hmm. and stuff done because I know where you want to see things go. Mm-hmm. But this is run through dites. Okay, so there's, so there's, there's room and for continuation. So, of course. So, you know, this will exceed and supersede any administration. So whoever comes in, it's there. someone can pick it up and can continue with it's, that information. It's, it's there, um, and it'll be up to them if they want to do that. Um, but I would, I, would, I, would, I would think folks would find it hard to go in the opposite direction and not continue. Not because it's you and I sitting here, but in all honesty, at some point you have to toot your own horn. And the folks in the community are tooting our horn. I get positive reviews about the show. They are excited about the content. One person said, I feel like you you guys were in my living room having a conversation (laughs) with me. And that's where the tag came in with updates and conversations from the government information service. Because that's what we need, you know. Somebody posted recently, you know, we don't talk to each other, no, we talk at each other. Mm-hmm. And if we're looking at how things are in the public and in the community, that's, a, that's, that's, that's true. You know, mm-hmm. and it's something we want to get away from. If we go back to the episode with even the uh, clinical psychologist, Dr. Mm-hmm. Olofumike Banks-Devenish, mm-hmm. she kind of alluded to some of these things, how we are approach each other and to treat each other. Yes. And yes. everything, as you can see, everything is starting to tie in. Yes. So for me, the hope is, and the plan is, where, where mm-hmm. I'm concerned, um, is that progress report outlives all of us. Um, to be entirely honest, it's even recognized and noted down the islands. You know, there was a positive feedback from the ECCU governor about the show. So people are people are reading, people are, uh, are following it up on Facebook. It's on YouTube. It's on the local channels. It's on the radio station. I must give a plug to every radio station that supports this program. We I thank can, you. We thank you very much. Like I said, uh, they do it for free. They air the show for free. And that's the Radio Angular. That's Upbeat Radio. That's... Cool FM. FM, that's Advent Radio, and there's NBR Grace FM, and they all hear the show for free. We've even had uh, conversations with a station in St. Martin about hearing the show. So the reach is there. Um, Mm -hmm. It's well, well appreciated, and I know we got a lot more to come. Yeah, so, you know, mid-season report, we look... We look back. Uh-huh. We look where we are. We went all the way back to the beginning where it came from. We, yeah, so we looked at it, how it was created. We can do a quick recap. We have had, I think, our only repeat guest so far. The premier. It's the premier. premier. Uh-huh. Uh, Dr. Elizabeth Webster. Webster. Uh-huh. You know, he came in. He was our listen, first guest. Listen, whenever you mention the honorable mm-hmm. premier, you know where I go to. The country was fine. <laughs> <laughs> right, that was your that was your first shock. That was my first shock. Like, <laughs> I had I had to mention this again. You know, we've come a long way we because have. even in follow up episodes, he's talked about 
um, where we've come, what debt we've paid down, mm-hmm. the outlook, um, where we're going with GST. There's a lot of content out there. And the content that's out there, you can go back and find it on YouTube. You can go back and find it on the government's Facebook page. Yes. Yes. You know, And the stations have it. You can request a copy from the stations if so be and you could request a copy from either of us. <laughs> that is true, too. So, uh, because people on WhatsApp have it. Yeah. Because so, we, we share it everywhere, you yeah. know, because we wanted to get out there. Yes. So. Let me ask you, though. Of all the guests that we've had, <laughs> which one has been your, I wouldn't want to use the term favorite, uh, but which one have you yielded to and enjoyed the most? Um, <clears throat> I think I have enjoyed all of our guests uh-huh. for different reasons. I quite particularly liked the episode that we did with the control of IRD. Mm-hmm. And the reason I liked that episode is because it it kind of encapsulated why I wanted uh, why I agreed to be part of this show. Mm-hmm. It is about getting the information to the public. Right. So it wasn't you know, sometimes, again, we, we speak about seeing things through political lenses. But this was, that was our first technocrat, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, and it allowed us the opportunity to hear the facts about GST. GST, and we're, we're not going to get away from it. No. GST is the, the big, heavy thing that's, <clears throat> that's weighing on us. We're going to focus on that, and we're going to speak about that soon. Yeah. Um, but it gave the opportunity to ask the questions that the general public wanted to know, right. that the business community wanted to know. It gave the opportunity for us to really dig in mm-hmm. and not just hear it, f- again, from a politician. You didn't right. just hear it from, oh, well, this is what we had to do. The reality is is that, GST will be implemented on the 1st of July, no matter how we feel about it. I've, I've written extensively about how I feel about it personally. Yeah. But not to cut you mm-hmm. off, but you, you touched on something. And, and I think that's, that's part of the problem with this whole GST debate. They want to make it a football, a political football. When I say they, I mean the community in general. I'm not mm-hmm. excluding anybody because truth be told... Prior to, and in, in, in the Premier has said this, prior to them coming in and knowing the facts, they, they felt a certain way about it. But when mm-hmm. you're faced with the fact mm-hmm. that, listen here, we have half a billion dollars in debt, we need to find $22 million in eight days, we're going to be considered a failed state, everything that we're running from, constitution suspended, if you think you have problems mm-hmm. and questions now about losing your land and paying your taxes and everything else, like, this is what was avoided. Mm-hmm. But then I think you served on a committee that did some work to find out exactly what. So I served um, in my capacity as a national youth ambassador. I like to get that out there. It was not in my own personal capacity. Um, The youth ambassador corps was granted the opportunity to have someone, a member, sit on the committee, and I was chosen to do so. And what the committee committee looked at the select committee was really and truly there was a petition mm-hmm. by concerned citizens uh-huh. and the select committee took that petition looked at the issues that were brought up in that petition looked at whether or not you can push GSC aside whether or not there were alternatives to GST I gathered so much information from that 
And again, it, it is why <laughs> my passion and why mm-hmm. I was so appreciative for the opportunity to be a part of this. Because I think the general public needed to hear some of that. You know, a lot of the hearings were public. Yeah. The findings um, were published. Yeah. But again, for the most part, we like to hear. We are a nation that likes to hear. Right. Um, and so the opportunity, and this is just getting back a little bit to, uh-huh. to um, Lonnie and, and why I appreciated that episode was because you were then no longer hearing it from a political slant. You weren't hearing as to why you had to or why you shouldn't. You were hearing the information as to this is what it's going to be. This is what you can expect as consumers. This is what you can expect as business people. And it took the politics out Mm -hmm. of it and it gave you this is what it is. And so sometimes I, I like to go into... This is what it is, and we've stated it. Government as a whole, government in its entirety, a lot of it operates outside of the political sphere. I think at least 90% of it. Right? And so, for me, progress reports, if if I was not sitting in the cohort seat, Uh if I was the average listener, and that's, that's at least the approach I try to take to this, as an average listener, as someone who just truly wants to know what is happening, yeah, those are the questions I want to ask. Of course, and, and I appreciate that, and that's why I think this ebb and flows so well, because my thing is getting information out there. Mm-hmm. You understand? Of course, this administration employed me, but... But not me, so... <laughs> and, 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 exactly. And, and, and so that is... And, and I, I say that to say... It gives, because I am not employed by the government of Angola, not Uh even for this show, Uh it allows me, and and with all due respect to you, Uh it allows me to bring that independent voice. Because, and I'm I'm not (coughs) immune to what is also being said out there, not just the positive. But a lot of times people take it necessarily may want to take it with a grain of salt because they go, but Ivan is the government's PRO, so he is paid to make the government look good. Yeah. I'm not. (laughs) I didn't didn't see I didn't see paid to make the government look good on my contract. Well, you know, you are... that is the perception. So, so, so Perce- that's, and perception is a hell of a drug. You know? It is a hell so, of a drug, but that's a problem that I have too because <laughs> then you question people's integrity. And, and, and that's what's happening throughout this entire propaganda-filled political um, tennis match that we have going on because now you're questioning the integrity of the entire public service. People that come in day in and day out and do their job to the best of their ability because they have an angle at heart. Which is why Progress Report is, again, so important. It's important to me, and that's why I see, and I, I continue to say it, I see it as something that is bigger than any one person, mm-hmm. myself included, any administration because it is important mm-hmm. for the general public, for the average Anguillian, for the Anguillian that doesn't know, that doesn't walk within government. And even persons who walk within government may not know what's happening in another department. Yeah. Um, but it is important for persons to have access 
to credible, not just information, because Ooh. there's a lot of information out there. Break down that word credible for us. But you have to get, how do you, how do you get it unless it's from the source? And so, again, I, I mentioned this before, if it's not given, mm-hmm. it's created. That's true. And so, for me, it was important to have credible information. Information mm-hmm. that when I say, I ask questions. I'm sitting here as a co-host not knowing the answers to the questions mm-hmm. that I'm asking. Because, again, I'm coming from that standpoint of the outsider. Right. Of the person who doesn't know what's happening right. in government. And, and so, I have that... Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm happy that you said that because we have conversations offline a lot. We can get back to the GST. <laughs> but I, I know you would message me, you say, Ivan, okay, we got we, 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 we got to look at this, we got to look at that. And then in that op, in that opportunity, I might say, okay, yeah, but this is something that's for them. Then you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't have that information. So right. I see people jumping on certain things and making certain inquiries and making certain statements. And that's part and parcel of the problem. I, I want to see, personally, I want to see an Anguilla. I want to see us as media personnel, because whether we want to admit it or not, that's where we're at right now. I want to I see us like collectively. Yeah, yeah, I don't like labels either. But I want to see us as media personnel be more responsible for the content that we put out there. Knowing that it's not that we're responsible for it, but we're responsible for the cause and the effect that happens after. So you have... You have persons that don't understand the influence that they have. And this is why I have a problem with Facebook. I've said it before. My mom used to tell me that my dad used to say that children and fools should not play with sharp edge tools. I've often referred to Facebook as a double-edged sword. When Facebook started, it was just for... College students. students. You had to have you had to have a university email address to sign up in order to sign up. Yes, because I was, I was in college when because Facebook they, started. Exactly, they knew the impact of a platform that's so large. But now everybody is there. Now I'm not for silencing persons. I'm just saying that at some point we're gonna be have to held accountable individually and collectively for the things that we see on those mediums. And I had to come a long way because Ivan used to say what he wants. You see half of the nonsense that's going on now and people want to call my name. That couldn't work, you know, because I was quick to answer. But I've matured emotionally and otherwise, and I understand that there's a time and a place for everything, and I understand that children and fools should not play with sharp-edged tools. I'm not calling anybody a fool. That's what my father said in that quote, but I understand mm-hmm. what it means. Mm-hmm. And not fool in the sense that you don't know, but fool in the sense of, of application and what's actually used for. I, I, I want to I jump in there because, and I completely agree with you, mm-hmm. with social media being a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the other hand, and, and I know you went to, to that end, and I want to go, I want to look at the other side of it, and the flip side of it. I'm not going to sit here and not pretend as if though social media has not been a catalyst for change and for persons to express a need. Mm -hmm. And we're going to just call a speed (laughs) of speed because this is what we, this is what we do. We're going to call a speed of speed. I have personally, and I can only speak for myself. I have personally, written several Facebook posts uh-huh. calling out our elected officials uh-huh. to make statements. Yeah. Because sometimes 
that is what your country and the people in your country need from you. Right. And we've had we've had this discussion and I'm I'm going to go there. Okay. And it's tying all right back into again the way that overall how sometimes people shy away from giving information. Mm-hmm. Now what is the role of our elected officials when there's a tragedy or if there's an incident, mm-hmm. a tragic incident? And I noticed, and I'm going to say it, there were persons asking within the community, whether mm-hmm. they said it on Facebook or they said it in their small corners. Right. There were persons asking, what is government stance? Where is government statement? On the spate of violence. And I know that the Minister for Social Development and Education, she would have released a a statement on Mm -hmm. her Facebook page. And I'm not sure if one would have been forthcoming during the press conference, but due to the electricity outage, we, we, we we didn't get that far in. So I'm not certain whether or not one was... Forthcoming. I can I, I can def I can definitely like put it out there and say that one was forthcoming. Okay. The plan the plan is and was not to address every individual happening because mm-hmm. we know exactly what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, from the incident in Sandy Ground to others, you know, one or two times if I'm if my recollection serves me correct, the premier was of our half island and the acting premier would have made a statement. Mm-hmm. This administration is not about statements, but rather action. So when I say that, the plan is to put something in place that's long term. Mm-hmm. So the Bible put it this way. It, say, wait, it says, faith come by hearing and hearing. We can stop just right there. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't envision just making a statement when something happens. What this administration wants to do is to put a program in place where there's a constant call, uh, a clarion call, if you want to call it that, from government to address these things. Mm -hmm. So you will hear the minister's voices, yes. You will. This is something that's going to be played constantly because what we actually have to address is the guns in the streets, Mm -hmm. which is the guns in the car, which is the guns at home. So they've noted... Mm -hmm. Where the, the the struggle is, and it's not to say that they did not reach out individually to the affected in this case, um, who who dealt with the loss, mm-hmm. and during that reaching out, you know, there were intimate conversations that has happened, mm-hmm. but there are persons still abroad that needed to be contacted. Mm-hmm. What we don't realize is that when things are said here, the take legs car keys and travel very mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. So you got to give persons a bit of room to do to so. Do so. Uh, Outside mm-hmm. of that, conversation early in the year, and the Premier mentioned it uh, at one of the press conferences. And granted, I understand the press conferences are heavy. There's a lot of information mm-hmm. that's shared. And I'm still working with dates on how we could even pull out segments that speak to certain things and create um, what would be playlists and stuff on, on, okay. on YouTube because they are there forever. Okay. So you can section them. You can go in and say, okay, um, government of Anguilla, you could do a search. Government of Anguilla, um, 
violence and mm -hmm. then the sections might be able okay. to pull up how we can re-upload them but he spoke to the fact that open statements from government can and have at times presented some challenges with the investigations okay so government isn't shying away let me put that out there government mm -hmm. understands the importance of making a statement mm -hmm. but what government wants to see is resolution and action I, 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 can, I can appreciate that, um, again, from the, the, the viewpoint of mm -hmm. someone who it's about the sharing of that information. So it's easy to sit and say, yes, we have this plan, but mm -hmm. we have to let the public know. Right. Because, yes, there are persons who are intimately affected. Right. But Angola is small. Very small. And so, while there are those who are intimately affected, mm -hmm. every senseless act of gun violence, every senseless act of killing mm -hmm. affects us all as a community. Every one of us. And so, I think if, if, if I was to put into words the mm -hmm. feeling, and, and I can speak to this because I know that this is the feeling that I have had in the past. Mm -hmm. I don't want silence or what what seems like silence when mm -hmm. you don't when you don't hear to be mistaken for us turning a blind eye not just turning a blind eye but accepting these heinous acts as right. just being a new part of our culture nope far from it and but 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 you can appreciate that when you don't hear right. what is happening and far gone and I, I'm I'm no longer satisfied with hearing condolences no, to. that doesn't work. Yeah. That is no longer it. I want to hear, when you come and when you speak to me, I want to hear, enough is enough. This is what we are putting in place because mm -hmm. we understand that these acts are coming from a different place. Right. We are addressing the root cause and this is what we are doing to right. address the root and, cause. And that there is part and parcel of the message. Um, so, I can take the blame. I can take the blame, and I should take the blame as public relations officer for the government of Angola. And why I should take the blame? Because this is something that's being worked on. And now, I've made a lot of adjustments of my sales. We're going to stick with boat racing. <laughs> um, to how government communicates. Mm -hmm. I've been told, like, okay, this level of communication, they haven't seen it before. I, I've heard all those things. So I had to be careful with how you massage those things in. So, for instance, let me tell you, let me tell you about, let's, let's talk about the, um, the recent price control uh, for fuel. Mm -hmm. I got a call from a farmer colleague, and she, after the press release was published with the change in the rate for Delta, to a 33 cents increase. She's like, explain this to me. Okay. She says something is wrong. Because when she saw the initial communication came out, she was like, there's no way government can control global prices. I said, government never said that they can control go, uh, global fuel prices. I said, do you remember that there was a press release published when government um, took off the customs duties? On, mm -hmm. Okay. That press release spoke to revisiting... In October. I think it was six months? Six well, months. At least six months. <clears throat> October 29th, to be exact, in the first instance. When the regulations was changed 
are put in place rather because there was none before to have government exercise price control where gas is concerned because that's what the regulation fuel is concerned that is what the regulation spoke to okay. on that um, ad if you it's not an ad on that piece of communication that I mm-hmm. did I spoke to October 29th which tied to the original press release So the way folks read it, and I apologize for that, they thought that the price was set at that until October 29th. Mm -hmm. No, what that was supposed to speak to, or what it was speaking to, and again, I have to look at how I communicate, Mm -hmm. is the fact that up until October 29th, government will be involved in the decision-making process for the price of fuel in Angola. Prior to that, that was not happening. Okay. So I understand that everybody's not going to read like Ivan. Everybody's not going to mm-hmm. read like Leniva. I now have to consider putting things in very, probably even animated form for the quick hitting. I was told by a, a friend um, from, from, from a particular village, like, Ivan, nobody here is going to read your press release. We Is don't even have time to listen here. No, he was talking about <laughs> yes, he was talking yes. about a particular village. Mm-hmm. He said they don't even really listen to radio. You're gonna have to come, mm-hmm. and I understand, and that's part of the whole 360 marketing approach. Because say what you want, public relations is public relations here yeah, by definition, but it's marketing, it's communications. Right. So I understand now, and I'm making those adjustments. So I take what was said. Mm-hmm. That government should say that we're trying that we we are well, we are putting something in place uh, to address mm-hmm. the overarching issue of gun violence in our community. I take that full script. Okay. Um, legislatively, mm-hmm. what the eleven elected officials are doing, are plan to do, mm-hmm. there'll be separate communications on that. Right. But I think again, yes. You have the 11 elected officials, sorry, um, and they sit in the House of Assembly. But no matter what, we have leader of government business Mm -hmm. who is the leader of this country. Right. And so persons, when you want direction, when you want to know where you're going, what are we doing on this? That is who you want to hear from in times of joy, in times of sorrow. In times of tragedy, right. you do not want radio silence. And again, tying this back to progress report and why mm-hmm. I feel it's so important, you want to be able to hear from persons. Um, and I think that's if, if if I'm being honest, I think that's the cry that we were hearing. Right, and I I do I definitely don't have a problem yeah. with that, and I embrace that. Mm-hmm. Um, to be entirely honest, if things had worked a little different, there would not have been an outcry even if we would have had an incident, because there would be something that's there within constant motion, a reminder. Because I understand the importance mm-hmm. of that. And I took, I took no offense to it. I'm just trying to get persons to understand that it's more than making a statement. Yeah. And that's, that's my cry in this entire thing. A statement is fine here, but what's the plan of action? Right. Collectively. And I, I'm glad you used the word collectively, because... We have, and I know we're strained a little bit, and our time is 
we never stick to time. Yeah, put it in the clock. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't mean that on radio, <laughs> colleagues. We have a clock here that we pay we attention. Do, and we, we try and, to pay attention. And, 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 we, and we, we are mindful and cognizant of, yes. of time. And I don't mean to stray from it, but it is so important that we have to speak about it. And we've been speaking about it in some of our previous episodes, and mm-hmm. a lot of it has been coming out. And we're going to spend some time going, um, looking forward, just to tie it in, yeah. looking forward, we're going to have more of these conversations. But when it comes to especially gun violence and mm-hmm. where we are at, it is disheartening. Yeah, it's, it's troubling. Um but we need to hear from our leaders. Mm-hmm. And when I say our leaders, I am speaking collectively. You need to hear from your leader of government business, mm-hmm. the leader of this country, which is what he is. Mm-hmm. We need to hear from the leaders in our churches. Mm-hmm. We need to hear from the leaders within our communities. Mm-hmm. Because it is only collectively. Because it cannot take just one person. Yeah. To come up with all the ideas. And, and if anyone thinks that one person has all the ideas, I, I, I don't know. That is, that is not reality. Right. It's going to take, this is an issue that is going to take the collective of all of us. This is an issue that even if it haven't landed on your front door. We are connected. We are Inter- connected. Connected, interrelated, and mutually vulnerable. And so I think it's going to take a collective effort. It's going to take... When we say that we want to hear from our leaders, and this is not to absolve anyone, you want to hear from your government and elected leaders, mm-hmm. you want to hear again from your churches, your community. Right, everybody. You want to hear from your leaders that we denounce and condemn every and all forms yeah. of violence within our community. That, that's what I, I was hoping that you, you would get to because it's not just about the gun violence. Yes, we can encourage the young men... Uh, mm-hmm. to, to, to seek alternative means of conflict resolution and the like. Uh, but we have to collectively, again, exercise those things. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have persons that spew all manner of evil towards each other on radio, in public, sitting at the table having lunch and dinner and expect that not to translate. You know, mm-hmm. and we don't we don't show each other enough grace. If we are being honest, um, we're quick to 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 pull each other down. Uh, we're quick to. I don't I don't want to I don't want to paint it that way. But, but it is, and and I'll say this. You know, <laughs> we're all human, right? And we all fall short of the glory of God. That is true. Me, every <laughs> you know, day. we we there there is no perfect person no perfect human and i like that you said that it's grace yes it's grace and it is accepting responsibility right when need yeah it is acknowledging when you know what i could have done better of course definitely it is each of us looking within and saying i could have handled that situation a little bit better yeah Maybe we didn't need to get to that point. But these are the conversations yeah. that we must have. Um, I note, and again, I, I cite in, in, in passing, I did see that the Minister for Social Development and Education, she issued a call for mm-hmm. persons to come out 
And maybe you can speak a little bit more to date and time and place. Yes, that's that's um, going to be on Thursday. I will confirm with her. The schedule tends to get a little bit okay. um, caught up in, in, in mm -hmm. what's the word I want to use? The schedule tends to be hijacked <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. from time to time. But that that is going to come out. It won't be a one-off. Right. This and is a so conversation that has to happen over and over. Um, the engagement of persons in general and in um, specific roles is something that that's going to have to continue until yeah. we come up not with just a plan but we're taking those action steps right. and and so just for anyone who's listening who doesn't know what i was in reference to it is in reference to coming up with solutions yes coming and putting our heads together as a community and recognizing that again this issue is bigger than any one person it's bigger than any one person and so the solution is not going to be just any one person right um and so there's an open call for yes. us to address the, the, the gun violence, the issue of violence within our community. Yes. Um, and so I, I, look forward to, I look forward to that. Like yeah. you say, it's coming up on Thursday. I look forward to more details of where and when. And, yes. um, and, and really having persons, concerned persons within our community come out, not just express their concern, because I think we are all concerned. I'll be concerned if you're not concerned. Yeah. And I think we're all concerned. But how do we move from that concern to how to address it? Truth, truth be told, the conversation started when the press conference went out today. Uh -huh. um, and it was going to head down that path. Okay. Um, but but we, we touched on some of the stuff here. We have to address it in the homes. Yes. Um, it's not just amongst the young men. Mm -hmm. uh, the females are involved as well. And... Mm -hmm. The most that we can say on the subject right now without getting too heavy into it and then it being about <laughs> that for this show is that collectively yeah. we have to address it because we're interconnected, we're interrelated, and we're mutually vulnerable. And, and I think the last few set of incidences have raised the alarm where that is concerned. Yeah, and, and, and we've seen it. It's, this is something that has been spiraling yes. for some time. Yeah. Um, but looking forward... Yes. Looking forward, we're gonna we're gonna touch on this some more. Because yeah, of course. This is this is in a couple of weeks. We we'll touch on this again. Yeah. Now we're gonna have the honourable Minister of Social Development and Education, Ms. Leanne Kentish Rogers, on. Mm -hmm. uh, we hope to have um, the Commissioner of Police. The Commissioner of Police. Uh, when we tried to have him on prior, he had some other obligations. Yes. Yeah, let's yes. just call it that. <laughs> um, COVID is still real. Yeah. Um, we have put aside a few persons because of that, you know, mm -hmm. just managing their schedules and folks, folks being back. And we still want to hear from persons as to who they want to hear yeah. and see on the show. So some some of the big ones I know, it's the continuation. We spoke with the clinical psychologist, yes. and so we're going to follow up with the community planner on yes. that parenting program. Yes. So we're going to look at that. Hopefully we can get someone in from DYC where we can speak about... What's happening? Carnival is coming up. Yes. So, culture. We're going to be looking... How do you spell carnival? <laughs> I know how you want to spell carnival. It might not... It might not... Now, hear this. So, <laughs> the, there are a lot of silent letters in carnival. And you, <laughs> and, you and somehow see carnival... I, somehow I feel carnival begins with an N for it, you. It, it, yes, carnival <laughs> is spelled N-A-D-I-A. -A. 
Space B A T S O N. Okay, Mr. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> because this day could not go without you bringing that no, in. No, but I couldn't. Yes, there is there is carnival that's coming up, so we have some lighter stuff to look forward yes. to. And on the flip side of that, DYC also and sorry, that is Department of Youth and Culture. Huh? I, I I work so closely with them that we are on an informal basis. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also the, the the youth aspect of right. that, and so I've, we can I've look actually at, I've actually. Um, invited um, so so one of the things that the the administration tried to do recently are they started it the what are they the youth parliament mm-hmm. the various roles that they they have the ministers in the youth parliament as well they've tried mm-hmm. to include them in certain aspects of government mm-hmm. trying to bridge that gap that's good I, I'll tell you I was part of the first cohort of the youth parliament and that uh-huh. was missing so I'm very pleased yes. and, and I can speak personally my daughter is in the youth parliament and I can publicly commend the deputy governor because she's the deputy governor in the uh-huh. youth parliament and he has brought her in shown her around that is her important in. So, and so I think yeah. I'm happy to hear that it's yeah. happening so they're, the they're, they're going to well. do a lot more things now that we are I don't want we are on the tail end of COVID if you want to call it that. Persons can be around a little closer. You're gonna see a lot number of those things unfold. Okay. But I've made um invitation for mm-hmm. them to even come on this show. Okay. Um they've had some travels. I know they were doing this thing back in the Erasmus program and I that's would never call that one. <laughs> and then, and that's it's an excellent program. So yes, definitely getting yeah. departments of youth and culture in here and having them speak to a lot of those programs. There's yeah. so many great opportunities that are out there for our young people yes. to be constructively engaged and involved and yes. Personal development, community development. Yes. So looking forward to that conversation. The, 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 the Minister for Labor and Immigration, the Honorable Mr. Kenneth Hodge, okay. Minister of Home Affairs, uh, he's excited. Uh, I know some stuff is going to council where okay. the um, minimum wage committee is concerned. Uh-huh. Um, I think they're looking at living wage as well. Um, that's 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 a welcome conversation. Yeah, so. we need to touch base with them and talk about the, where we're at with the Constitution reform. He's gonna tell. He's gonna tell. He's gonna tell you. You hold on right there. We're gonna leave that. No excuses on this show. Leave that right there. Then we have. We have um, but disaster. We, yes, because I was about to say, you know, um, the clinical psychologist. Yeah. She. Hurricane season. <laughs> <laughs> she she touched on it, and she touched on the fact that a lot of people still have PTSD. Yeah. Um, post hurricane Alma. Um, I think if we were to look in the mirror, yeah. I, I can see. But looking forward to having someone from disaster on yes. there so that. You can tell us what we need to do to be prepared. Yes, we, we are also going to make a provision. We've contacted um, Anglic. I know there's some okay. changes to, to the administration there. There's a new CEO. Okay. Um, so we're going to let him get his feet wet, get in with the board, and then we're going to have either someone from the board on. And that's uh, him on because that's specifically about energy. All the talk that we're talking about now with fuel and gas is, is energy is yeah. the real mm-hmm conversation and where Angola is going with energy. Funny thing, I did a little quick walk through at the Blowing Point Ferry Terminal today. I did went did you show the um, Nikki V? <laughs> I, I saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, Leslie is a problem. Let's just leave it as that. But um, yeah, so I was happy to know that they're considering um, 
green energy okay. to those buildings. If you've ever walked this site of the new Albion Lake Hodge Comprehensive School, you'd see the need for it there. I I'm, I am excited. I'm, you still have it. By the next year, you need to be there. We don't go up the road. Um, but I'm excited about even the possibilities of grid tie and selling back and we okay. and utilizing those 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 aspects. I, I'm I'm excited to see where Angola can go, okay. where energy production is concerned. Um, so we can have those folks in. I know you wear a a, a, a cap, a roll, a gown, <laughs> a whatever if you want to call it. I was really hoping that you would not touch uh, that either. <laughs> <laughs> your water is concerned, but we have to we have to go there. Because when they when if we're going back a couple of shows when the Honorable Kyle Hodge, yes. Minister of Economic Development, Defense. Natural Resources, etc., etc., as the previous mm-hmm. says, mm-hmm. when he was here, he talked about farming. Yeah. And you talked about water. Uh-huh. And when the camera stopped rolling, you said, <laughs> listen here, not unless... Again, I ain't going to say what you yeah, see. I, but after record. After record. <laughs> not for the record, but after record. But there's a lot happening. Yes, there is yes. quite a bit happening. We have the... We just had the airport master plan right. published. Um, I was told today, and I know because I'm privy to certain information, you know, that tender will soon be made for the um, the plans oh. for this terminal building, and hopefully we're looking to get it off the ground early next year, end of this year. There's a lot of movement happening. If, even if we look at the bank, the, the, the CEO for the bank, Ms. Charmaine Francois had said, you know, she'd be gladly willing to come on the show. Uh-huh. I know the bank is getting ready to start their loan promotion, again, 100% financing. The, why the bank? Because the bank is mm-hmm. owned by the government, you know? Right. Yeah. And the bank has its place in where we are, yes. uh, where our economics is concerned. I, there's so much happening, so... But you've left something out, I Tell me what I've left out. We have that big one. Oh! We have that big, big, big one. The live taping <laughs> of a progress report. We're going to do a live session, a mm-hmm. live taping. We're going to be just focused on GST. Yep. We're going to have it here live from the Ministry of Finance. We're going to have a panel, which would include um, PS, Premier, persons in the Ministry of Finance. We're going to have customs there. We're going to... IRD. IRD. We're going to ask the hard and tough questions. This is... Listen... GST coming. We won't ask the tough and hard questions. You, the Anguillian community, will yeah, ask Yeah, you're going to send them to us, though. Yes. <laughs> you're going to send them <laughs> we're, to We're going to get those details out yeah. there, but those details, we are going to get the questions from the public. We're yeah. going to get the concerns that the public have, because I think this is where we are at. The public have concerns. Mm-hmm. We still, there's some... Areas that are still gray. I know you like black and white, not yes. gray. Yes. And what we're, tr- what we're what we're going to try and do is to shed some light on those areas, and we're going to give persons the opportunity to ask the questions that they're uncertain about. Yeah. So so and I know the so part and parcel of that too. I know um, the controller of IRD and his team. They're actively working. They're still in the community mm-hmm. registering person. They're still having meetings. I know the small business community has their concerns. There's a lot of benefits to it. There's a lot of concern to it. We're going to put them next to each other, and hopefully at the end of that session, persons can come out there with a better understanding. Like I said, and I say it again, July 1st, GST. We've, we've said there needs to be a broad-based tax. 
Do you no see the perfect text? No matter, oh, matter, matter how you feel about it. about it. I when I get into it, and this is just a plug. Like I'm telling people, the ne- when you when you and we can get to this later. But I just every time I talk about it, I always go back here because I worked in the industry. Mm-hmm. The net is so much more wider when you have a person purchase a forty thousand dollar bottle of wine at one mm-hmm. of the properties. Mm-hmm. Is a forty thousand dollar bottle of wine and whatever is is added on there, mm-hmm. but that's for the property. And yeah. you, I know you have some issues with the banking of these properties and the money not staying in Anguilla yeah. or other concerns. I don't <laughs> want to preempt anything, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. GST casting it a little wider now, government gets a piece of that pool, yeah. you know, in, 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 in how, how we look at what this stuff really is. Yeah. That's what we're looking at. We're not looking at where it came from, who did it. We know it's different now than what it was before. We know the changes. That stuff is highly published. It's not about that. It's about getting people informed mm-hmm. because this is something that we have to deal with. So yes. that's the big one that's yes. coming. What are we missing? I think I think we may have covered it, Ivan. You think so? Okay, so. We, we, we have a, a, a bit of a... Uh, um, what do you want to call this? We have, we have some thoughts. When do we, when do we break um, <laughs> for the season? After season one, do we... We hear a few shows from a month or so. Or do we just keep it rolling? You tell us. Um, we know. Listen here. It's not going to be carnival. It's week. not going to be I'm carnival. Gonna, I'm going to just preempt you. Preempt. Well, how do you, you. spell carnival? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> it's not going to be carnival. Carnival for me week. starts with a so. K, not an N. Okay. Ah. Oh, you one of them? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> heaven, save your pilot, my soul. So I we thought... spell carnival hey, hey, with hey, a hey, K. Hey, 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 <laughs> You stop that right there. Carnival starts with an N. Yeah. Um, but in all honesty, yeah, we're not going to probably do carnival week. But we'll be back. But I we'll mean, be back. This uh, is just can... a mid-season report. This is just a mid-season report. Gonna... We could probably be far ahead of our tape and have them run, but we'll yes. see. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of the things I want to definitely catch for the carnival and I have to go back here because I have to take a stab at this is the fact that the lighting piece is going to be trailing somewhere. <laughs> you should see her face. I have to chuck the lighting piece because you know the premier was actually right though. He picked the winner. He did, he did. We, he we, did, we, he when did we bring him back, winner. we're going to have to tell him, you know, kudos. Yes. He did pick the winner. So yeah, we gotta leave that in. Yeah, we're not touching that. <laughs> but we we have a lot in store. We really want to thank everyone that's listening, that's tuning in, that's giving feedback. Giving I, feedback. Because for me, that is important. And feedback doesn't always have to be positive. I am very open to yes. any critique that is there. Anything that can make the show better. Any information that you because for me. This is about getting the information to the public. And so, if there's something that you want to know, Mm -hmm. definitely open to hearing from you. We will try and bring it to you. Right. And I look forward to... What I really look forward to most, Ivan, is having that engagement with other persons within the public service. Yes. And I know the, the, the deputy governor... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, oh, Perrin Bradley. Maybe he does support well. that. Yeah, we need to. He is, if he hasn't done it, has yet. There's communication 
being made to the entire public service, you know, in your capacity, you may call to speak on your department's behalf, and this is a safe forum for that. That's one of the reasons why we wanted to do this show. We didn't want something confrontational. We want persons to feel comfortable talking about whatever needs to be talked about where their individual work in their ministries and departments is concerned. So we're at a good place. Yeah. Um, I am excited for where we've been thus far, where we're going. Um, I'm just happy for the, all the feedback okay. has not been positive, mm -hmm. like you've said. I take the constructive criticism as well. We've improved our lighting. Yes. Um, we got a long way to go. <laughs> we're um, we're going to work on we're gonna work on our sound as well. Yeah, I we've made was, some changes yeah. um, to that. I've heard positively that it's better now. Okay. We, listen, this... If I had waited for this to be done when I wanted everything in place, it wasn't going to be done. You remember, like, after we <laughs> spoke, I was like, okay, it's time to take. Time to go. So you said we could look forward to some upgraded... Um, Fun, of course. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a nice little set. You know, we, uh, we, we're going to look the way we want to look because, truth be told, this stuff is international. And I'm not saying that being facetious. You put something on YouTube out there... You check where the government subscribers are coming from. Mm -hmm. And outside of that, too, we are going to be streaming as a podcast on all these platforms, Apple and the like. I'm glad you touched on that because that is one of the things that I think, just as we wrap up and mindful of time, right? is that the show, while it is aired on radio, right. is in so many different formats. Right. And so... We take the conversation format mm -hmm. and we put it on radio, mm -hmm. which isn't necessarily something that persons were used to hearing exactly. in this format. It's more geared podcasts. Yes. Um, like we put it on TV. Right. You know, and so it's it's out there. Um, and just for our listeners to know that while it may not sound like your typical, we try to put it in a, a format that is adaptable to right. So all forms of media that we utilize. So. And and I'm happy that our listenership is all ages, all regions, all places, all convictions, all persuasions. It's 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 for you. Yeah. It's for you. It's for you to get some insight via updates and conversations from the Government Information Service. That's what Progress Report is. And this has been another episode of Progress Report. Thanks for listening. Thank you.